podcast, hey. not a cast pod. Hey, Fred, Sammy, KFDC, improv. Hey, it's a podcast, hey. not a cast pod. Hey, Fred, Sammy, KFDC, improv. Barely made it. Though. I almost think we could release that as a song and charge ninety nine cents. You should. <laughs> Teddy would love it, man. Trust me. <laughs> do you think? Do you think people would buy that? Uh, yeah, why not, man? People buy like people bought that stupid uh, that that frog ringtone. Remember, like millions of that shit. What what was the frog ringtone? It was like this frog. I don't know. It was like the frog. Like meow 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 meow. I don't know. Isn't that it? <laughs> the frog. Frog ringtone. I'll pull it up. It's I like yeah, it's this that. old like the crazy frog. The crazy frog. Where was this song? I want to hear this frog ringtone. Where's this frog? Damn it. Ding, 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 what do you think? Do you think we could release it as a as a song? Oh my god, for yeah, absolutely. Cents? By the way, we kind of we don't really I don't know, do we own the rights to that song or not? It's Teddy Beats. It's who Teddy did technically, it. but I mean I don't know what kind of contract do you have with the man? Uh I don't know. I don't think I, you well, have oh, a contract. I did. I did pay him for that. It doesn't matter though, what kind of contract do you have? Well nothing. I just paid him for oh, doing well, that. Well then maybe he still owns the rights. I don't know. You're gonna have to check with the lawyers. <laughs> Well, okay, Teddy, let's work out a deal. Call up Lur Dog over there. <laughs> we'll call up Lurman. We're thinking about releasing that. Let us know. Uh, welcome to the Hey Frage podcast. It is our Super Bowl edition. I am Sarah Frazier along with my fabulous, fabulous cockroach, Sammy Can K. we say Super Bowl? I think you have to call it the big game. Oh, oh is it the big game? I don't, I don't know. know. The big game is this Sunday. You know, Sammy loves sports. There's I love sports. <laughs> First off, I had no idea it was this weekend until all my friends were like, hey, man, what are you doing for the Super Bowl? I was like, I don't know. It's like really far in advance. I haven't really thought about it like that far ahead. Like, it's Sunday. I was like, this Sunday? This, I, 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 love... I was hoping I was going to be overseas when it was going on. Like, I, was, I don't want to be here for that shit. You could care less about sports. And, in fact, yesterday I thought it was fucking hilarious when you went in on Bowtie Joe. You were like, you know what I'm going to rant about next? Sports. Oh, my gosh, the American yes. People the average American watches seven hours of football a week, okay? Do you understand how much, like, of a waste of mind you're using, right? That's such a waste of mind. You could literally learn a new language during the new season, but instead you're going to watch football. I loved when you were like, Joe, Joe. And Joe's how many like, languages uh, that's me. Speak? That's me. And I was like, how many languages do you speak? He's like, one. I was like, exactly. Point in case right there. You could at least know some Latin by now. Oh, my God. Well, here's the thing. It's so funny because I've kind of gotten more into sports, which is really ironic. Lame. I know. I feel like it's an interesting thing, though. Aren't you fascinated by how many people watch sports and, like, If I'm going to watch a bunch of men in tights sit there and plow each other, I'm going to go to, like, an <laughs> opera or a ballet. You know what I mean? Well, this is our big game edition because we have a very interesting... I, I'm super excited about the guest that we have on today. Nico Grimes is her name. Mm-hmm. You worried about her? Uh, no, I think I'd she's going to bring some controversy. I feel like she's going to. Oh, I think she'll have a lot to say. I want you to like ask her questions because she is not a big fan of the NFL. And if you've never heard of Miko Grimes. Neither am I, oddly enough. <laughs> interns, any of our interns, have you guys ever heard of Miko Grimes? Okay, no, no one's no one like heard no. <laughs> no one's heard. She's, I love this woman. She's kind of been coined the Amy Schumer 
of NFL wives, okay? She's a lot outspoken. She's always talking shit. She's the wife of NFL player Brent Grimes, who plays for the Miami Dolphins. Okay. And let me just make sure. I know the Miami Dolphins. They were an Ace Ventura pet detective. He's a cornerback, okay? So he's a cornerback for the Miami Dolphins. Yep, yep. And she came to my attention uh, because, and of course, I'm sure you don't follow Deadspin. No, Um, of course not. What is that? (laughs) Is that a sports blog? Of course I don't. (laughs) Yes. I've really gotten into Deadspin because Drew McGarry, who runs it, is from Maryland. Mm -hmm. And he also contributes to GQ. Very interesting writer. And, you know, he'll use fuck. Like, he'll use great... All kinds of language, which I appreciate, right? I'm tired of... That's why we've left mainstream, okay? And we've gone rogue. Congratulations, Deadspin. You just got a new, unique visitor. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I've never seen this website before. (laughs) I've left mainstream and taken Sammy with me because I'm so over all the PC crap. That's why you're on this podcast, mm-hmm. all right? So anyhow, Miko came to my attention in when I was looking at Deadspin about a couple months ago in December. And she went on this epic Twitter tirade that you just don't really see anymore, where she called out Ryan Tannehill, who is the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. And she called out the Miami Dolphins in the NFL. And she didn't just use, like, a little bit of... Um, you know, hey, you guys suck. I can't believe this. Like, she is super outspoken about how good her husband is. And if you sort of say something about her husband, she'll come back at you. Mm-hmm. And, and she's gone after reporters. Um, so this is this is just a snapshot of what she wrote on uh, December 27th. And this was the last one that kind of got her some... Um, internet fame okay so she goes i know this qb stunk the minute we signed to this team we signed him to this team but i tried to keep quiet so i didn't discourage bay from believing in his team she's talking about ryan Tannehill. Mm -hmm. i should have known we were going to lose when i heard we didn't complete a single pass in two minute drills this week against practice squad defense it's funny how the retweet fans are okay with the media trashing everyone except him get y'all dick riding asses out of my mentions he's a bum Still referring to the QB. Oh, okay. My column. How many people does Ryan Tannehill have to get fired before you realize he's the problem? It's like Tannehill ejaculates and drops a drop of jizz in y'all mouth like a mother feeding her baby birds in her nest. I was going to say, yeah, that's more like the tweets I've been reading. Yes. Uh, I believe when she was referring to three different reporters that she doesn't like too much, she goes, the triple A's, Armando, Andrew, and Adam. Fuck y'all, three of y'all with Magic Johnson's dick. (laughs) That's just me repeating what she said, by the way. I adore Miko. So the minute I started reading these tweets, because here's the thing, and this is why I want you to keep an open mind, because she has a lot of haters, as you can imagine. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, uh, and this is what we're going to ask her about. A lot of people think, hey, look, you shouldn't be going after your husband's teammates because this is your income. This is his livelihood. It causes issues in the locker room. And she has sort of said, screw all that. I'm going to tell the truth about what the NFL is all about, what the Miami Dolphins organization is all about. And I don't I don't give a fuck what you say. And I am so attracted to people like that. But hold on. My only issue with this whole thing, and I, I like this idea that she's trying to, like, you know, kind of blow the cover off it and everything. But she doesn't play there. She literally just shows up for games once a week and sits in, like, the family section. You know what I mean? Well, she's but she's been his wife for many years. Yeah, but how much is he really telling? Like, how much is he really telling her? Like, and what is it really the real side of the story? I don't feel like he's coming home and be like, "Oh, I sucked at practice today, and they benched me." He's probably like, "Yo, I was so good," and you know what I mean? Well, okay, I'd like to know. I want to find out. I'm going to ask her. I I will ask her. her. So I had I had a great conversation. Miko and I communicated over Instagram because I reached out to her and I said, "I love what you're doing." There are very few NFL wives or wags. 
you know, wives and girlfriends of, of professional athletes that actually speak out, okay? For the most part, they look nice, they play the supportive part, mm-hmm. which is all good, but I feel like there's, that's not real. It's not real life, okay? Because all those women have all the same gripes. They're invested. It's their livelihood. So they probably know what really goes on in the NFL. Okay. So when she went out on this raid, I was like, I love this woman. Because there's something about me, like, I kind of want to do that. You know, there's something very attractive to me. I mean, I often want to tell people, you know, lick the drops of jizz off my dick. Like a baby bird? (laughs) Yes, exactly. I love that. And I'm often challenging myself to be like that. But, you know... You get a ton of hate when you do that. You do, actually. I know this. So, why? When did you do it? Dude, I always talk and shit to people, and I get so much hate for it. But you don't really go online and do it. You talk to their face. Yeah, I'll say it to their <laughs> face, yeah. It's really scary. I don't know. I'm, I'm very attracted to that because there's something about me that wants to do that in life. Be that voice. Because it's so... Most people won't. Most people will never say because they're always worried about the ramifications, right? They're worried about the repercussions. And I want to ask her about that. Well, if you want to start speaking more like Miko, let me introduce you to the word fuckboy because she loves that one. (laughs) Refer to people as fuckboys all the time. So she's going to be on this show, and we're going to ask her about being the most outspoken NFL wife. She's also going to start a podcast. I had a great conversation with her uh, a week or so ago, and we just talked about her life and... Honest to God, I would love her to be a part of our podcast network. I hear she has some bigger offers, which, so she's probably not. But, you know. And we don't even have a podcast A woman can dream. A lady can dream. Because I'm like, oh my God, you know who would be a perfect addition to this podcast? Miko Grimes. Someone that's going to be just as vulgar as you, yeah. Because she also loves to smoke weed on her Instagram. So I could just envision our future. Like us at this Miami mansion, hanging out with these players, you and Miko smoking weed. Yeah, you hanging, hanging out, out on the side, <laughs> drinking a mineral water. <laughs> yeah, well, that's cool. That's what I do. And then we all do a podcast together. And she, you know, goes on this tirade about the NFL, you know, probably fucking killing players mm-hmm. or something. Cool. I'm and, down. I'm down. <laughs> and then before we know it, we're running for our I lives. I can tell people, by the way, I was one that smoked that last joint with Miko Grimes before she went on that final tirade. <laughs> so anyway, she's going to be on this show. I think your mind is going to be blown. I Because we're going to ask her all about it. I am so excited. I feel like she, you guys are kindred spirits as well. I'm actually, the more I read about her, the more I do like her a lot. I'm not going to lie. I adore her. I think she's going to be a huge star. So that's coming up. I also want to hit a couple stories, though, before we get into that. Have you seen this story about the Christian group? that are they're leaving this instead of a tip wait wait what kind of tip are we talking about do i have to play the disclaimer first oh yeah hit the disclaimer this is a statement intended to specify or delimit the scope of rights and obligations that may be exercised and forced by parties in a legally recognized relationship wait what this is your disclaimer the hey phrase podcast may not be suitable for all years Yeah. Um, anyhow so i want to get to this christian groups this is mostly happening in the south but my guess is it's happened in virginia somewhere mm-hmm. Part of Virginia is the South, um, are leaving this instead of a tip at restaurants. And I want to know your thoughts is on that. Is it one of those fake $20 bills? How'd you know? Is that what it is? Yes. Because I've gotten fucked by one of these before, and you I was are... livid. Okay, well, hold that livid. story. Hold that story. I want to hit that. And then, um, you know, the Iowa caucuses, I've just been reading about it. I know nothing about politics. Well, that's I'll the one it. thing I can tell you about, because I have caucus before in Iowa. You have, and you're from Iowa. Yeah. Well, it's a little dated, so I thought maybe we could just, like, touch on the Iowa caucuses. But what I wanted to talk to you about, because you grew up in Iowa, mm-hmm. is Heidi Cruz, who is Ted Cruz's wife. Yes. Who could be the first lady of this country. <laughs> okay. I know. Scary thought. Yeah. Sorry if you're a Republican. And we, we don't usually talk politics on here, but full disclosure, and you can, you can totally tweet hate at me. I am registered Green Party. You are? Yes. That's hysterical. <laughs> Why? 
<laughs> That's hysterical. I, you know, I, I'm sorry. I am registered Green I, I, Party. I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm registered Green Party. So pretty much, I don't vote. No, I do. Vote. I just, I don't really don't vote because even if I do, it don't matter. That's wrong. I vote in the major elections, just not in the primaries. Okay. I don't have those rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyhow. Heidi Cruz, though, supposedly was so repulsed by Iowans, she actually had to shower multiple times a day. And I just want to talk a little bit about that story and get your thoughts. Oh, no, I would agree with her. But, yeah, okay, keep going. (laughs) What? That's terrible. Um, Sad news. $5 footlongs are going away. Today's the last day. Really? First off, they haven't been there for a minute, man. They haven't? It's not in the city. Like, I think here, outside in the suburbs, they still have the $5 footlongs. But in the city, they jacked those prices up a while back. Really? I know. Well, today is the very last day. Adios for the $5 footlongs because they are officially at Subway made a, a breaking news tweet. This is their whole Subway organization. Starting February 4th, all your favorite classic footlongs are now $6. So oh. you can get that song out of your head. Well, what are they going to do about the rats? That's what I want to know. Because <laughs> I specifically stopped eating at the Subway in Adams Morgan because you can just literally see 20 or 30 rats going <laughs> in and out. Like, no joke. They hang out in the back <laughs> in the alley. I was walking through the alley and I was like, what the f- Fuck, and there's just a rat infestation. Look, I hope someone from Subway listens. 30. They have, I'm telling you, it is disgusting. It all comes from that one Subway on 18th Street. Okay. It is nasty. <laughs> like, I have to walk all the way to Mount Pleasant now to get myself a $5 meat, like a $5 uh, foot long meatball sub. Six or seven now. Yeah, because I can't go there anymore. Okay, that's not just a couple rats. I mean, that's like a bus. No, load. no, you see, because like other bars have to set up traps, they set up traps outside, like on the side of the doors by where Subway is. It's so nasty. <laughs> Like, you're worried about yoga mats and your bread. I'd be worried about rats. <laughs> oh, rat shit. I know. Oh, well, I Unfortunately, I've drank rat water before. Have you? Yes. Mm. My parents, you know, so I'm from Maine. If you're new to this podcast a little bit, Sammy grew up in Iowa. I grew up in Maine, right? So for a brief period of time, when I was in high school, my mom and stepfather had a camp out on China Lake, right? So we That's lived not in- racist at all. What? Why would they call it China Lake? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What are you saying? What, what, what's someone in Maine? China have? Maine. China Maine. It's called China Maine. China Maine, and it was China Lake. <laughs> it's not racist. China I Lake hope. racist. Hold on, go. So, anyhow, uh, I grew up in this little town called Dresden, but we had this camp, and it was such a dump, right? It, my stepfather would be upset if he hears that because he <laughs> took like great pride in it. But this place was like a dump. I woke up one morning, there was a squirrel on my bed. I freaked the f out, and that thing like went bananas, scrambling through the room. It was so awful. Mm-hmm. But then one time, you had to, you couldn't drink the water because it was on this lake that was filled with algae. Yeah, okay. This that camp makes was sense. such shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had to bring in your own gallons of water, two gallon jugs, and so my mom would just cut a hole in the top and take it home when we were done and refill it at our house in Dresden and then bring it back out, right? Okay. So we keep drinking this water one day and it tasted like shit. You could just, it tasted really funky. It was like, God, what's wrong with this water? It tastes so weird. We look in the back, a drowned rat was in the bottom of the water container. Oh and my we've been God. Drink- I know, I know. That it is was so I know, nasty. I know. I honestly, God, to this day, I feel like probably part of my internal issues are due to the fact that I drank a rat carcass. To this day, do you blame that upper uh, facial hair by uh, <laughs> on the rat water you drank? Because I would. That makes total sense. Like, this makes all the sense in the world now. <laughs> You are okay. I didn't. It's not like I ate a rat and then I started growing rat whiskers. You know what? Now that I see you actually nibble on food too, maybe you've become part rat, Sarah. Honestly, I'm like Master Splinter. You are. You're like Master Splinter, only without the karate skills. But the knowledge. But the knowledge. You got it. You got it. I have that. Uh, Sammy, did you go on a date last night? No, I mean not really. I kind of went out and met this girl for a drink, 
And I was excited because this girl's kind of hot, a little bit, you know, older than me. But I was still down with, you know, down with the cause. And uh, how much older? I was. I think she's like forty. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God! This is like you're dating like I used to. Dude, I know. I'm trying to do the Sarah. I at one point. There. I at one point actually had sex with and did date someone that was like 18 years older. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> no, really? I don't that know if it was awesome. awesome. Yeah, that's great. No, so anyway, so I go out and she's like telling me about how she listens to the podcast and oh my God, your pickup lines are so funny. That I was like, yeah, what's up, girl? I bet they were going to work. I knew that one, the cheeseburger, the boner one, like I knew it was going to work. That's what's on your Tinder profile. And then all the of a sudden she goes, yeah, no, they work so well. I got two dates out of them. <laughs> and I just sat there and I was like, that bitch. <laughs> I just like Why? literally stopped and I was like, all right, chugged my drink. was like, I got to go. I'll see y'all later. Why did that bother you? Because, man, the whole idea is like, you know, I'm like going out to meet her for drinks, trying to hang out with this lady. And she's like, oh, my God, listen to the podcast. Loved your pickup lines. It got me laid. I was like, what the fuck? They're supposed to get me laid. Well, they were getting you laid if you'd stuck around. That no. could have been your first experience. Oh, with yeah, because every snatch. guy wants to sit there and be like, well, shit, at least I was number three on the list. <laughs> You know? Oh, every guy's a number three. Give me a break. Really? Oh, yes. So absolutely. you tell me that when you first met Dan, you were just like, oh, I'll go on a date with you. You were also playing multiple other dates with hotter men that you thought, and Dan was just kind of the one you settled on? Yeah, of course. That's not great. That's not what I want to be known as. That's horrendous. <laughs> That's every guy. And what do you think? Everybody's out playing the field until you DTR it. Everybody is looking for a better option. Yeah, but you don't tell me about it, though. You're not into my face and be like, by the way, love your lines. They got me two dates. I'm like, well, fuck that. Like, I'm not going to invest in this girl anymore now that I know that I got competition. These guys are probably older, Sammy, wear what? suits, you have, have such... finely coiffed hair. I don't know. like. Yeah, but you're you. That's like the thing. We're all in this race. Whatever. I'm just going to pass on, I think. I'm just going to move on. No. You have unrealistic expectations, honestly, about relationships. I do. I'm an old school. I'm from Iowa. Okay? We smell bad, and we have very strict relationship goals. Well, I can't believe you. Yeah, you do. I mean, you want some woman that's, like, been waiting for you. No, not waiting. I just, you know, like, I just kind of am one of those, like, oh, hey, well, shit, if we're going to hang out, like... I don't care if you do it. Just don't fucking tell me about it. Well, you know what I mean? I think it's you like give with her that, It's chance. like with that last chick I was dating, the one that works at your gyno. Yes. Right? I didn't care if you want other guys to sit on your face and whatever, <laughs> but, like, don't fucking let me catch you writing on my on my computer on Facebook. You know what I mean? It's That's the thing. Oh, my God. I think you should give her another chance. Well, maybe Will. She's kind of hottie. Uh, Miko. Have you got her number? Yeah, I got Let's her. Let's get her. Miko Grimes on the phone. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to talk to her. She's... Maze balls. Now, what are you going to ask her? Are you going to say anything offensive? Yes, of course. I want to know. I want to know if the NFL. I want to know if NFL teams are racist because okay. that's been a thing. I want to know how many players are really gay because that's also a big rumor. All right. Uh, that have always won. Because don't you think the NFL is huge? Why aren't there more gay players? I have no idea. Well, I think there are, but they're all closeted, right? Hello, Miko. Good morning. Hey, can you hear us, Miko? Yes, I can. It's Sarah and Sammy. My co-host is very excited to talk to you. I am pretty excited to talk to you. I'm a big fan of yours on the internet, on the interwebs. (laughs) We are. We're big fans of your your internet, uh, your honesty on the internet. Thank you. I tried to get all these boogers out of my nose before I came on. <laughs> oh, that's good. I get that. I don't know what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Hey, are you in San Francisco for the Super Bowl? No, we decided not to go. We're in L.A. Oh, you're in L.A. 
Okay. Well, we gave yeah. our listeners a little just update on how I came to find you because we talked about the epic Twitter ra- uh, rant that you had in December that kind of got you some internet fame. But I said I wanted to have you on this podcast because I think what's so fascinating about you is you're probably the most outspoken NFL wife. Absolutely. And you're unapologetic about it. And I'm so attracted to people that do that because it's so rare. So reading about you, you're kind of dubbed the Amy Schumer of the NFL. So tell us a little bit. I know. That's so awesome. I love her. (laughs) You're amazing. You're amazing. So, Miko, why are you so outspoken as an NFL wife, which is completely the opposite of most wives and girlfriends, right? It's sort of like stay in your lane. Yeah. Be nice. Why? Why are you so outspoken? Um, <laughs> because that's who I am for the most part. I mean, I kind of feel like um, I'm that kind of person that says what everybody's thinking, and I've always been like that since I was a kid. And so when I see some things that I don't like or I, I have too many questions about or I think is wrong, then I have, my brain tells me to say it somehow, and I do. I listen to my brain probably more than most people. And I, I just feel like sometimes um, a lot of wives want to say what I say and, and, and agree with me. However, they'll have husbands that allow them to do these type of things. You know, they're, they're, they're muzzled for the most part. Mm. So I kind of get to, I, I'm doing this for every, every muzzled wife all over the freaking world. And that's what blew my mind the most was reading up and and finding out rumors were granted. I want to know if they're true or not that your husband was actually asked to kind of tell you to be quiet on numerous occasions by not only his team but by the NFL, the organization itself. No, and you know, I know who started that rumor. It's this fat-ass dude um, down in Miami. Mm -hmm. Um, He's a reporter and he's upset because I um, verbally chastised him like a child over the summer because he he wrote some things at that time that weren't true about me as well. Um, that rumor that the Dolphins have approached me and asked me not to say this and that. You know, they, the Dolphins approached my husband once. First of all, they can't approach me and ask me shit. You know why? Because I'm work not for them. fine with the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so when you're a wife, trust me, when you're a wife of a professional athlete, that's the same as being an uncle, a grandmother, a cousin. You're nothing. You're nothing in real life. You're nothing. They don't listen to you. You, you don't have a say on how things go. Nothing's ran by you. Most of the organizations don't even care about the families of the players. They only, the only person they can control is the player, and that's the only person that they have to communicate and contact. They don't have to do anything with you as a wife. So, therefore, whatever I say on my social media or whatever I'm doing has nothing to do with them because they, they can't control me, just like I don't control them. So, how? because we read uh, the, the Twitter rant that you went on uh, December 28th with, against kind of the Miami Dolphins and calling out uh, Ryan Tannehill as the QB. Uh, how, did Brent, how does Brent feel about you being so outspoken? Well, let me clear that up because I didn't really go on a rant at Ryan Tannehill. He kind of got caught in the crossfires. My Mm -hmm. rant was really about the beat writers for the Miami Dolphins. And for some 
one of the only people that they generally protect is the quarterback. Ah. And to me, you know, the, the, the rant was about them writing. They, they pretty much destroy everybody. If someone has a bad game, if someone doesn't play well, if they don't think they played well, they basically go um, this little rant on their newspapers and their articles they write, and they pretty much destroy the player. They say things like they're not worth their money, the team should, you know, cut them or restructure their deal. And, you know, they, they say that they had a bad game when in actuality the person may not have even had a bad game. It's because they don't really know football. They don't really know assignments and what's going on. So they, they're just like a regular fan that's just watching the ball. I call them ball watcher. Well, actually, fake-ass want to be GM sitting on your mother's couch don't know what the fuck you're talking about watching too much ESPN that's the kind of reporters they are and I was going at them and I said to myself why is it that everyone gets to have an opinion about the team except me Mm -hmm. all the reporters that write for anyone, not just the Dolphins, but any organization. If you're a reporter, I'm on the. I was on the radio at the time. Okay, I am mm-hmm. not allowed to have an opinion about anyone, especially the quarterback. Mm. So when I do write about my opinion about other players, no one really gets mad about it. Like, oh, she doesn't think this person's good. Oh, she doesn't like that person. Oh, she thinks that person's a bum. Oh, she thinks this person's good. Who cares? But if you call the baby ugly, would you say anything negative about the quarterback? For some reason, I'm not allowed to do that. I'm not allowed to have an, a true opinion on the most important position on the field because I'm somebody's wife. That doesn't make any sense to me. And that's a shame, too, because I openly admit that some babies are real ugly. Like, I got no shame <laughs> yeah. about that. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, and, and I called the baby ugly, and it had nothing. It, it kind of had nothing to do with him. It was almost just basically saying everything that they write is full of shit, including that our quarterback is this and that, and he'd be this and that if we had this and that, and blah, blah, blah. I, I'm not the only person that disagrees with that. At all. There's a lot of people that disagree with what they wrote. It's just because I'm the wife of a player, it's a big deal. So a lot of your critics don't like that you will you'll be just blunt and you'll say anything and you'll go into sexual innuendo. You'll be vulgar. Some people dub you as vulgar. Mm-hmm. I dub it hilarious. I, do, I mean, I think it's honest and great and refreshing, but do you think that's why some people don't take you seriously because you'll say like, hey, look, you know, you guys should be fucked with Michael Johnson's dick? Well, the magic, it was Magic Johnson. Yeah, Magic oh, Johnson. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, I'm not afraid to... My, my elevator goes all the way down to the hood. It goes down to the hood. It goes down to the dirtiest level. And people think that because you're a wife of a player or that you're in the media that they can say anything vulgar or disrespectful to you and you're not allowed to counter with similar or worse vulgarity. And I disagree with that. Ah. I, I feel like if whatever comes out of my, whatever, if we're, if we're going at each other and, and there's, there's, there's a back and forth and, and, and there's disrespect flying both ways, don't get mad because my disrespect is better than yours. Like, what are you mad about? Why do I have to stay classy while people get to come at me 
and, and disrespect me and say things that are just all the way down in the gutter and dirty. And maybe I shouldn't go down there so often, but I don't mind. I don't mind coming down to your level and cussing you the fuck out in the language that you understand. So bef- I don't mind. before like you went, were you receiving some of that kind of like hate or um, like what would people say to you that would be really kind of just really in the gutter, you know, before you would go back at them? Um, it start, most people, it starts off racial. People call me a nigger. Really? You know, they call me a monkey. They call me a coon. Yeah. I get called a lot of racial names at first, and then I get called a gold-digging whore, a, a hood rat, a ratchet bitch. Um, you know, they, they, they um, disrespect my intelligence because they think that because I'm black that I'm probably not educated. They then start to say that I, the only reason I got my job or my, the, you know, what I considered a career was because of my husband when people need to know that I graduated from broadcasting school. I have also had a degree in undergrad in kinesiology and nutritional science. I was working two and a half years on radio doing sideline reporting, hosting football camps before I ever even met my husband. Mm-hmm. I know. You know I'm, I'm, people don't know that I'm 40 years old. I'm eight years older than he is. So I was already retired from playing professional basketball in 2006. I moved to Atlanta. He, he came to Atlanta that same summer. We both in Atlanta at the same time, but I came there because I got a job to work at the radio station. Mm-hmm. And we didn't meet until 2008. See, well, my, so I, I was that. already working two years before I even knew Brent Grimes existed. He was on the practice squad sitting on the bench. I knew nothing of him. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's hilarious to me that people will not only insult me in a racial way, but they will insult the hard work and the dedication and things that I've put into my career to get where I am, and then they will just belittle it or, you know, disrespect it by saying, oh, she just got a job because of her husband. No, I actually had a job, and that's how he actually met me. He used to listen to me in his car on AM station. He used to listen to my sports talk show (laughs) and thought I was amazing, bitch, and wanted to nail me after he heard how many sports bars I dropped. Amen. Amen to that. Now, my that. question is, is why do you feel like the media narrative, though, only focuses on your Twitter tirades and they don't really focus on, you know, all the negative, all the negativity that you actually received before this? And, you know, especially all the all, all the accomplishments that you have and why you shouldn't be dealing with that bullshit. I think it's because it's for clicks, because a female out barring you and when I say out barring you I mean basically I know sports more than most of these Mm -hmm. people that everyone listens to so they don't want people to know that I actually know what I'm talking about I have to go on a rant just to get the attention that I need to get off what my point usually is which is that my husband's the best quarterback in the NFL period now sometimes I have to go on a rant to prove that just so I can get the local media and the main media's attention See, I'm smarter than what these motherfuckers think I am. And every now and then I might have to say some things that are inappropriate to get people's attention. And then they start reading my tweets other people, and they're like, oh, my gosh, she actually knows what she's talking about, though. She just cusses a lot. She just goes off on people a lot. You know? So where is, where is Brent now as far as is he staying with the Miami Dolphins? Are you guys going to another team? And are you worried that the events that have happened in the past couple of months will affect any of that? Well, as far as um, Brent's contract, he still has two years left on his deal. But in real life, 
he really doesn't because everybody knows in the NFL you're only um, as good as your guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. Now, the best thing about what our agent did with this contract is, you know, Brent is, I think he's scheduled to make $9.5 million next year, which in reality for a top five quarterback, which I don't care who you are, if you don't think he's a top five cornerback, you drunk and you lost your fucking mind. $9.5 million for one year is actually quite cheap in the NFL. Yeah. Quite a bargain. So there is a good chance that he stays with Miami just because he won't be in the way of the business. You know, if he was getting maybe 11 or $12 million, then maybe I could see them leave, get rid of him. And besides, if they do cut him, they only save $6 million. They don't get $9.5 million. Yeah. You know, if they wait and try to cut him after June first, they can get eight million. You know what I mean? There's there's ways that they can you know try to sneak around and get the best of their bargain. But when you do get rid of him, who are you going to get? There isn't really very many corners better than him. To me, there isn't any fucking corner better than him. But I could see an argument for some of the other guys. But none, no one that's going to be available will be better than Brent Grimes. Let's just say that. So if the Dolphins get rid of him, it will mainly be because they can't afford him. Now, if the Dolphins were to decide to get rid of him because of what I said, that would be um, typical from what I'm hearing about the Miami Dolphins. Um, I hear that they make a lot of dumb decisions in keeping players too long and getting rid of players too soon. Mm -hmm. So that's a business decision that they will have to make. If they choose to, to... uh, get rid of him because of what I said. They, they, that would be stupid because you can't control me. So, Why would you care to even a, a, attempt to control me? It doesn't make any sense. Migo, you and you and I have talked because you're going to launch your own podcast and. Even uh, beyond talking about you have a great knowledge of sports, but you really do seem to have kind of a gripe with the NFL. What specifically? Is it the the concussions? Is it the way they just sort of use and dispose the players? What do you really despise about the NFL? I despise the lies. They lie about everything, about concussions. They've known about concussions forever. They lie about... Well, once they did find out that CTE happens with concussions, they acted like they don't know they were beyond that, and that's why they do what they do. They lie about caring about the players. They don't care about the players. They lie about caring about the fans. They don't give a fuck about fans. If they cared about fans, hot dogs wouldn't be $6. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. That's true. The um, majority of the NFL fans are middle to lower class people who can't really afford everything that it costs to come to one of these games. So if you truly want to to um, care and show that you care, you would lower some of the price of the tickets, you would lower some of the price of the jerseys, you would lower the prices of the soda and the hot dog, all the things that, consu- that would assist the consumer. But because you don't, you continue to make billions Playing, paying the players millions, and I know people think, oh, that's still good. No, it's really not because every football player is not a millionaire. Okay, mm-hmm. my husband didn't become a millionaire until 2011, and he was in the NFL in, from 2006. Mm-hmm. So five years a slave. Relax, everybody. And I know it's still, oh, but it's still this, it's still that. But if you think about it, NFL players retire before most athletes. Most of them, the average years. Uh, so I want to ask you, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? 
Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is Peyton Manning's last year? I think it should be. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to know what's next on your plate. What's next for you? What's next with the podcast? You want to know what's going on next? We can all follow you. Yeah, I'm doing a podcast. I'm actually attempting to record my very first podcast today, my episode today. Um, I'm hoping that it will. I get it done. I, I'm on a test run, basically, for the... I'm going to be on loudspeaker.com, and I'm going to record it today and send it to them. And if it's good enough, if they feel like, you know, I'm ready, they're going to let me, you know, air it as my first podcast. And um, if not, then they're going to send me back to the drawing board to record another one. So no, if anything, I'm hoping I knock the first one out of the park. If anything, we think you're ready. It's just, is the world ready for you? Yeah. That's the question. <laughs> I know. I just have to, you know, I, I guess they want to make sure that it's, you know, it's done right, you know, that I know what I'm doing. Because I've never done a podcast. I've only done radio. And I feel like radio is way more structured. So the podcast is, like, easy. Oh, it's so good. You, you, know? can, you can drop so many F-bombs. No one gives a shit. You don't have a 70-year-old man telling How you what to do. I should have been on podcast a long time ago. Oh, um, yes. fucking, fucking corporate America I have a dump button and shit. Yeah, all that bullshit. Okay, and one last question because I'm obsessed with this couple. Have you ever met Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen? No, I've never met them ever before. I've seen them at events and and things like that, but I've never actually shook um, God's firstborn's hand, never. Never, never, yeah. never. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Miko, we can, is there any way, um, can people follow you? Do you want people to follow you? I know. Uh, yeah. Where's a good have, spot? I have, tw- I have Twitter, I have Instagram, I have Snapchat, and they're all the same, and it's I heart Miko, I-H-E-A-R-T-M. I-K-O. You can follow me on social media, and my podcast will hopefully be out by Sunday, before Sunday. Oh, before I, you Super Bowl, you must listen to my podcast. Amen. I will be sharing it. You know, I think you're amazing, and don't ever stop. I think you are so brave, and I'm sure the NFL women and girlfriends and wives just wish they had half your courage. So keep it up. Woo! Thank you, and thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. I actually like your po- your podcast is much different than I thought it was going to be. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, Miko, we I, love I, you. I couldn't wait. I, I, this took forever to happen, but it was really because I took too long to listen to your podcast. When I finally did, I was like, "Oh shit, I gotta do a podcast." <laughs> well, Sammy, you know, I've already told you I want to come hang out with you. Sammy wants to smoke weed with you, mm-hmm. so what, we're going to figure out when you're in New York. Oh, Oh my God, Miko! Oh, he'll believe me. I'm sh- I don't know who can outsmoke who. It will I, be. <laughs> we'll figure that out. Definitely me. Yeah, all right, all right, there you go. <laughs> We're coming to New York the next time you're there to see you. So we right. will be retweeting and sharing your podcast. Thank you so much. You guys have a good day. Are right, you too? Bye. Bye, Miko. Bye. All right. Bye, bye. That was awesome. Oh, my God. I love her. Gosh. I'm a little bit more obsessed now, too. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, like, way more obsessed now. (sighs) I'm telling you, they're our new best friends. And and then I want to be like, I want Miko to be on our podcast now. Like, loudspeaker right here is owned by Russell Simmons. So that's good, though. Dude, he's outspoken. He's definitely outspoken. Right, but I mean, if she's got, if she signed with him, I mean, maybe we should try and sign with them. Well, sorry, maybe we'll be under her radio network. That's fine. (laughs) As long as we're all under something, I'm always down with it. So, what'd you think? 
Oh, dude, it was awesome. She's super cool. Super, super awesome. I enjoyed just her honesty. Uh, the fact that she doesn't give a shit and she'll just kind of say what's on her mind. See, I wish... I mean, we had such problems with a fucking Wi-Fi connection. Because I wanted to find out if the teams are actually racist. Like, if there's a lot of racism within the NFL teams. Okay. Like the Redskins? <laughs> Because that's a pretty... I could have answered that one for you. I could have answered that one for you. There was a book that circulated in the fall. See, I find the whole NFL really interesting because it basically is a bunch of, like, it's the National Enquirer. There's a ton of dirt. There's a ton of gossip. People hate each other. Mm -hmm. The craziness of it. So I just want to know, you know, how many players are really gay? And I want to know... Like, it, there's the rumor that a lot of times the teams are very racist, that they're very divided by black players, white players. Is that true? I want to know. I mean, I would assume We're going to have so. to email her because the fucking yeah. connection. The connection was so bad. But whatever, you know, it all worked out. Anyway, uh, that was Miko Grimes. So we, I'm definitely going to be retweeting and sharing. Uh, a couple of other stories, though, that I wanted to ask you about. And we're going to do deep thoughts from the Tinderellas. Oh. So I thought this was very insulting, by the way, to you Iowans. But Heidi Cruz who is Ted Cruz's wife and could be first lady of this country. Stop saying shit like that. <laughs> it's never going to happen. This is according to Gawker, right? It's a rumor story that Heidi has repeatedly been complaining about how disgusting the voters in the whole scene in Iowa is. A source tells Gawker she has everyone, uh, that she thinks that everyone smokes cigarettes, eats horribly, and then wants to hug or touch her all the time. She says to go back and take a hotel, uh, shower at the hotel room multiple times a day. But she's from Texas. Like, you want to talk about a place that they like? They smell like grease and they smell like cigarettes all the time? That's Texas, man. How is she can complain about Iowans? And here's the picture, by the way. We may her. be a little bit greasy. Here's a picture that everyone's very upset about. See, this is a, a voter trying to shake her hand and she looks mortified. Well, yeah, because she is probably mortified by that man. I would be, too. <laughs> Hands like that don't, don't, don't belong to normal men. I just think that story is terrible about your people. No, it's fine, though, because I think what... The issue is with people like this is she was probably upset because she had to shake hands with, like, Democrats. And she's like, oh, man, that's the issue. You know, I really don't think it had anything to do because I've been to Texas. Texans are grimy and disgusting. Like, I can't wait to go to Texas. I feel like I could live in Texas. Oh, really? Yes. I was oh, I there. I was so it. excited thinking Texas, the wild, wild west. Yeah. I could smoke cigarettes everywhere, big steaks. No, dude, they're a bunch of pussies. Really? Yeah, dude. I was so disappointed in Texas. <laughs> so disappointed. Like, so everyone talks all this hype. I was like, man, no, there's only, the only reason you guys talk so much hype, it's like New York City to me. The only reason people love New York City so much is because there's so many people from New York that they can talk and make it seem like it's really popular. But really, no, it's just people from New York. It's like only people from Texas like Texas. Really? It's not good. Yeah, no, it was horrendous. I do have to say I was a little less charmed about New York after I lived there. Oh, yeah. But I just thought that was a super insulting story because I bet it's true. It is true. Iowans are pretty disgusting. I can tell you, Lewis. I can be 100% honest. I have not changed clothes since the snowstorm. What? That's disgusting. And that's because I'm from Iowa. Sammy, Snowmageddon was over a week ago. Yeah, and? You haven't changed since then? Why Jesus. would I have to change? If no one's going to notice, why do I? And you're being fussy about a woman? Like, I feel like you should take it. I wasn't being fussy. I was being fussy about the fact she was telling me about her going to get slammed out by other people. <laughs> Uh, is anyone else obsessed with, I, I'm not sure whether to do this story or not, is anyone else obsessed with this story of this Virginia Tech girl, the 13-year-old who was killed by no, those two Virginia Tech students? No, What? You're not? Because I read the headline, I was like, not clicking on this, this shit's going to be traumatic. Well, what's interesting, this whole thing is so sad, and I just want to know what's going on at Virginia Tech. 
I mean, it seems like every couple years, my God, students go missing, they're killed. Is that just typical of like every university, but we don't hear about it? Well, it's also a very large university, isn't it? In the middle of nowhere. So it's not like you're in Richmond, like University of Virginia, or, you know, you kind of have a, you can't really hide a body out there. Well, the... The interesting part about this, because I'd never heard of it, but allegedly they're saying that this 13-year-old girl who was then killed, two people, two of the students have been arrested um, for her murder, uh, was on Kick. Is that how I say it? K-I-K? The social, the social media site that lets you be anonymous and oh. essentially it's kind of like, you know how um, Yik Yak is the Twitter? Yeah. Well, apparently, it, this is like WhatsApp, but... You're anonymous. You can be anyone you want, and you can message people. Okay. So that's where she allegedly met the engineering students who are now charged in the connection of her abduction and slaying. But I just don't understand, like, why. It makes no sense to me. Why they... Yeah, why are you like, oh, yeah, let's Well, just- I think she... Okay, this is what they're being very closed mouth about, right? So this is also what I find interesting. So was she... Was this 13-year-old pretending to be older Or were and they pretending to be this, younger? Right. Right. Or was this, so she apparently was going to meet up with this 18 year old. And then, of course, the whole thing went wrong and two people have been arrested. 18 year old David Eisenhower was a track star from Columbia, Maryland. That's just like up the road mm-hmm. here. He's now a student at Virginia Tech, but he was arrested. And then a second arrest was made last Sunday with Natalie Marie Keepers, 19, who's accused of helping Eisenhower get rid of Nicole's body. She's an engineering student from Laurel, Maryland. Like, who just sits there and sees a body, sees their friend, and is like, oh man, all right, well, I guess I'll help. That's the thing. That's what I'm so fascinated about this story. Nicole Madison Lovell was the 13-year-old, and they did meet on Kick, the messaging app that now has been the bane of law enforcement officials past for years. And the app grants users anonymity. It allows searches by age and lets users send photos that aren't stored on phones. Mm, that's not good. It's popular with tweens and teens, and of course predators. So yeah. So my thing is, was I, I mean, it's just so strange. You're just waiting to find out. Like, did they, I guess, think that she was older and then they all had sex or he had sex with her, kills her? I haven't. I mean, no, that's disturbing regardless. I have no idea. It's just such an unbelievable. I, I don't know. Is it weird that I'm fascinated by yes, the story? Yes, it's kind of weird. Why? Because it's like, ah, it's one thing to like read that story and be like, oh, God, that's really fascinating. It's another thing to be like, oh, my God, you guys aren't all fascinated by this 13-year-old that got murdered? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> I am. I'm fascinated by these stories because what brings somebody 18 years old to kill a 13-year-old? I mean, why? I don't know. I just, it's so strange to me. It's, and, and I think I'm also, I'm wondering, and I know this might seem like a very shallow or not very well thought out statement. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> let's get this shit ready. But I just, does anyone else think that Virginia Tech and, and Blacksburg, Virginia is like cursed? I mean, at this point, I know that's like, I'm thinking a little like superstition here, but what the fuck is up with that place? I mean, there people gone missing. There's been murders. There's that other Jesse Matthews guy who allegedly yeah, but murdered. There's more crimes that have happened in the District of Columbia, though, in that time span. Yeah, but I'm ta- you're talking about Blacksburg, Virginia, this this place where a university was built yeah. out in like the middle of nowhere, Virginia, right? That, that a city is now a tiny city. A ti- this isn't like that many. I mean, population 25, 30,000 students. Okay, mm-hmm. but still, there's a lot of shit that goes down there all the time. 
from the Virginia Tech killings on. It's just to me, I don't know, and I'm sure I'll get it. Well, to all of our Virginia Tech fans who are listening, we appreciate you being a fan of our show up until about three (laughs) seconds ago. We do appreciate it. Look, I'm sure there's nothing unusual, and I went to a really small school where nothing happened. I'm going to hand you a shovel right now. You try to dig yourself out of that hole as I play the Tinderellas. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) I want to do a couple other stories, though, before we wrap up. Wahlburgers is coming. I want to know your thoughts on that, that apparently Mark Wahlberg and his two brothers are looking for a spot in D.C. Congratulations, you'll fail. Awesome. You think they'll fail? I mean, no. If they open up like in Alexandria or they open up in the suburbs, they'll be successful. If they open up in D.C. proper, no one's going to go. They say that they are circulating around D.C. real estate brokers, that they are looking to open a flagship chain here. About 5,000 square feet. You don't think it would succeed, the Wahlburgers? Why? Do you watch that reality show? Yeah, and it's the stupidest thing ever. Like (laughs) It it literally is like, all right, we got two talented brothers, one moron who couldn't do anything but make burgers. One more. One more. Um, we gave him, he makes burgers, and we just kind of give him some money. He makes some burgers. It's better than him being our assistant. He can't really fuck shit up with us. He's very passionate, apparently. Yeah, about- but I, so, I don't know. I've watched some of it, and I was like, this... You're, they put money behind this? This is the stupidest thing ever. Mark and Donnie and uh, Wahlberg and their brother are mm-hmm. all looking for... I actually thought I might go. Really? Well, you are know, you going to trash on them like you did the other burger <laughs> joints you've been to? Here's the thing, though. I think of Bobby Flay's place on K Street. I've never been. Have you yeah, been there? No. Bobby's. Bobby's Burgers. Bobby's Burgers. I've never. I went been there. one time when it first opened, but after that, it's like it's a it's a fucking burger joint. Like, and they're not special. And like people who think they're gonna go out, like, no, 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 no. Good luck. But burger joints are just like a cop out because it's easy money and it's this and this. If you're really gonna get like a DC burger, go to Good Stuff Eatery or something like that. There's something that's so, been around. Uh, Five I, Guys in Alexandria, the original. Are they any good? Five guys, yes, I'll give them credit. They're really good. Uh, my favorite burger in D.C. is bourbon steak. Well, that's not a real burger, Sarah. It's a motherfucking $30 goddamn Wagyu beef with, you know, pickled daikon and shit like that burger. That's not a fucking burger. That's a real burger. They have a no. cheeseburger there. I think it's excellent with the fries. No, 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 no. That's not fair. That's like saying, oh, well, really, I only drank $3,000 bottle of champagne. It's my favorite. It's like, well, yeah, but that's not attributable to most people. <laughs> Fine. When the fuck am I ever going to do? Well, then I get to find a new burger joint. So you're saying Five Guys is the original one. Five Guys is pretty rad. Who else? No, here's the thing. I don't want to give you I don't give you any recommendations because I know you're a weak-ass stomach and you're going to have <laughs> the squirts and all of a sudden you're going to come blame it on everybody else. <laughs> There's also... You're going to trash on places I love. I'm not going to let you ruin good businesses, Sarah. Melt. I went there out in Leesburg. Okay. That was excellent. Mm-hmm. I, and I didn't trash on What's them. What's the place that gave you diarrhea? What's their name? I'm not going there. They they sent me a really nasty Facebook I message know. about how I could ruin their business. And yeah, I felt very that's bad. That's why I'm not telling you the places I go to. Do I don't you want think, you to ruin their business. Do you think that Kanye West is gay? No. I think oh. Kanye West is a gift from God. Okay. Well, well, Kanye West is now in a beef with Wendy Williams. Um, after Wendy has made numerous rumors that uh, Kim Kardashian is just his beard, and Kanye is in a secret gay relationship with Givenchy designer Ricardo Tichy. Oh, really? Yes. He's now come out with a song, You Obsessed With Me, Keep Testing Me, You Be Wearing Dresses, But You A Man Like Me. That was to Wendy Williams. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. His new song. I thought Kanye was going to be upset because, you know, she stole his style. (laughs) No. He apparently... I I thought this story was really interesting. I like Wendy Williams. Um, But now the Kardashian family and Kanye West refuse to uh, go on her show. Kim is apparently very upset about this story because she thinks that now people are going to... The trans community is going to turn on the Kardashians as well as uh, Kanye and label him transphobic, which that seems like it was a transphobic song. Well, hold on. He is... 
Transphobic? Yeah, he is. He's openly admitted numerous times that he's homophobic and transphobic. Oh, really? Yeah, he always says shit like that. He's like, oh, man, I didn't mean it. I love everybody. It's like, well, then you can't call someone the F word. Like, <laughs> I hate to break it to you, brother. I just thought that story was interesting. And uh, I had never heard that Kanye West was on the down low. I don't know. I'm into these gay rumors today. What can I say? I mean, here's the thing. I remember the first time I followed Kanye West on Instagram or Twitter. First time I followed him on Twitter, he had one picture up, and it was him in his Gucci couch. And I was like, all right, well, that's not going to help the rumors. <laughs> that Gucci sofa. <laughs> yeah, that Gucci sofa is not going to help any rumors, man. Um, all right. I want to do – I, I got to get my cell phone for this. I want to do some Tinderellas for you this morning. Oh. By the way, if you uh, – please, please, please. We would love, love, love if you would share this podcast with anyone you know. Leave a review on iTunes. That would be amazing for us. Uh, you can follow Sammy and me on our social medias. My social media is Instagram and Twitter, at HeyFrage, H-E-Y-F-R-A-S-E. We're on Snapchat, HeyFrage show okay hey phrase show sammy's is snapchat instagram and twitter is all the sammy k s-a-m-y-k everything you can even find me on myspace and facebook the sammy you k. still on myspace fuck that that was a joke look at you go no. uh and also if you if you have an interesting story you want to share uh you have a great story tip maybe you know the Wahlburgers, and uh, we could interview them Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah with an H at HeyFrage.com. Or if you just want to comment about the podcast, leave some notes. People have been awesome. I mean, you guys are amazing. It's from here to number one. 25 million downloads, a free car. I can't wait. That, and we're getting our own TV show. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So yeah. this means I actually have to shower and change my clothes no, on a daily basis? No, absolutely not. You cannot change who you are. Good. No. All right. You ready to rock? I'm ready. Let's do it. Deep Thoughts from the Tinder. Robin, mm, 23. Robin. Yes, Robin. Looking for my Valentine's Day Shh, date. Sarah, Sarah, these are Tinderellas. You got to speak a little bit softer, a little bit slower. You know, put some romance into this. It's not like you're having sex with Dan here. Pretend like you're having sex with a stranger. Talk a little bit slower, a little bit softer. Looking for my Valentine's Day mm-hmm, date. Yeah. Must be tall, not yeah. repulsive looking. Large in all the important areas. Oh, hint, hint. Count me out. <laughs> Laugh more at my jokes than at my looks. And willing to dumpster dive for our romantic dinner. Ooh, okay. See, that, see I that think now you're back like in. Yeah, I'm back in. Hit me up if you're the one. Wait, can I tell you something disgusting? What? So I actually bought a sandwich <laughs> yesterday, and I, I don't know what I did, but I was taking stuff in my apartment, and I somehow left the sandwich outside of my apartment door. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. And I just was like, oh, shit, I must have left it on the bus or whatever. Walked out four hours later. It was just sitting there <laughs> like no one in my apartment complex had messed with it. Don't tell me how this ends. Okay, I won't. Four hours later. I won't, but I think you know how it you ends. You fucking ate it. Yeah, of course I fucking ate it. Yeah, it was a, it was a turkey sandwich. It wasn't oh bad. Oh, my like, God. Sammy, it could have gone bad. You could have had serious Make sure you diarrhea. swipe right to that girl for me. That's all I'm saying. Go. How about Catherine, 25? Just a princess awaiting her knight who is hung like a horse he rode in on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a knight. Pass. Not hung like a horse. Pass. Pass. Now, if you're looking for a jester hung like a squirrel, you call me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. I'm just trying. Oh, good day there. You see these? These are me teeny balls. Oh, my God. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> That's, I feel like that would be my sex noise. I'm like a squirrel yeah, I, is your intro. Somebody ISO that. Hello, I'm a jester and I'm hung like a squirrel. <laughs> now, for my 
my co-host, the jester, who's hung like a squirrel. Oh, gosh. That was so fucking good. Megan, 25. All right. About Megan. Lover of life, nature, and animals. Biggest turn-ons, smiles, socks, and sanity. Let's mm. cut to the chase. Big dicks only. There's a theme today. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, how would you manage to only find people that look for engorged men? Here's one. You'll like this one. Kiki, 19. There's a line that normal people won't cross. If you draw me that line, I'll snort it. <laughs> so see, I feel like... I love cuck whores. <laughs> How about Addie? All right. 22. I take hot showers because I like practicing burning in hell. Mm, yes, I agree with that. I agree with Do that, you? too. Yes. All right. Let's end this morning. Well, the show has been so amazing. Let's end with this. Except What's for the minor things? technical difficulties, but thanks uh, for... Well, that's because DC Improv, you know what? They they happen to have a show today. In the middle of the day. I know. Fuck. I had so many Fake. more questions for Miko. I feel like I, I that's can't... That's all right. You got a number. You can text her later. You guys can be BFBs. Oh, well, we are. Well, I'm honest to God. We're going to BFBs, New York. You're going to smoke BFFs. weed with her. Okay. Do you think there were any standout moments of the interview? Uh, yeah. I mean, one of the standout moments was when she actually said she could smoke more weed than I did. I was <laughs> like, now that's bullshit, but I'm ready to try. We'll end with this. Annie, 20. Oh, my God. This one's so bad. Only thing tighter than my asshole is my family. All right. <laughs> there you go. And on that one, I say okay. <laughs> hey, look, if you have an awesome Tinder profile of a fella or a Tinderella, you can tweet it at HeyFrage. We heart you. Heart Thank you. you so much for listening to this podcast. Gracias. Oh, my God. Gracias. 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 A jester with a squirrel's penis. Oh, my gosh. Stop. Really? That was one joke. <laughs> my favorite.